Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. This is episode 65, The Psycho Ward. Welcome to Come Through Queen. This week we've got a day of hot topics. We'll talk about the slap heard around the world, as well as Lou's former boo shopping his own show. Erica Jane is here to save the day for those of us who just like to read. And though she's a little tardy to the party, Kim Zolciak-Beerman has confirmed she is returning to Real Housewives of Atlanta. And we've got possibly the most important news of 2017. Our queen, Jedediah Bia, got the exclusive before Abby Lee Miller went to prison. We'll take a little time to tell you all the details. And we've got recaps of the Potomac reunion. Is Sharice the worst housewife of all time? OC, and one of the best episodes of New York of all time. And as always, we'll have our Freak of the Week, which is a really good one you want to stick around for, <laughs> and One True Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hi. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you, 30. This is a big one. How are you feeling about 30? I'm really embracing 30. Which you must have said... <laughs> 1,000 times well, because this weekend. On your birthday, everyone asks you. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. <laughs> so I just had the same answer. Especially probably people who are, like, younger. Yeah, definite, definitely. Yeah. yeah, like the people who are above 30 are like, whatever. <laughs> but, like, I'm one, of, I'm one of the last to turn 30 in, like, mm-hmm. our immediate circle. Meanwhile, I was a pioneer. Yes, you were. Everyone copies the, me. The pioneer woman. 
<laughs> God, you kept on... I forget what it was. You kept on saying people were copying you for, like, the most mundane thing for the weekend, <laughs> I feel. I don't remember. Yeah, but my birthday was a lot of fun. A lot of people showed up, which I was, like, pleasantly surprised because yeah. you know how you have that moment of, like, crisis <clears throat> where you're like, oh, these mm-hmm. seven people here who are great, lovely people, these seven people here are, like... All I'm getting tonight. No. I mean, I got stuck on a train for a little while, which seems to be, like, a thing these days. I don't take the train every day, so I'm not used to... Oh, can I tell you? My ride here was miserable tonight. Oh, sad. It was, like, I jumped on the two, like, last minute, a packed car, a packed car which I never do. Mm-hmm. Because the wait said it was going to be nine minutes till the next train. Oh, my God. At rush hour in New York City. That's not monumental. <laughs> um... We ended up at DBL. Yes. Which you seemed anti at first. Well, I was trying to, I was trying to like mediate between we had someone new in the group who was anti. Oh. Oh, okay. I remember that. Yeah. So I wanted to like. But it's your birthday. You could do what you want. Yeah. I didn't care. I was like (laughs) already orbiting the moon. Oh, yes, you were. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was fun. Happy birthday. Welcome to the club. Thank you. How else is your week? Uh, it's fine. Just recuperating from your birthday. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, so, have you been keeping up with Big Brother at all? Yes. I'm caught up. M- me too. The first time all season. I did miss the elimination episode, but they, like, the thing that they show you, like, last time on Big Brother mm-hmm. is, like, t- two minutes long anyway. Longer so you sometimes. <laughs> you can, like, watch, like, one episode a week and keep up with the Twitter account and yeah, you'll be fine. But... If you guys have been sleeping on it, it's probably still fun enough to, to jump in. Yeah. And I'm liking... There's people I'm liking this year. Yeah. Like, I like Ramsey's and uh, what's-his-name's, like, bromance-slash-father-son relationship. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. Yes. It's really peculiar. <laughs> Do you think Kevin knows that Ramsey's is gay? Yeah. I feel like that's the case. Maybe. Um, I'm rooting for Alex, because I feel like she's a strong competitor, mm-hmm. and... Has a good social game. <laughs> they all talk about. Oh, that. Like, what does that even mean? I like, don't you know. Talk to people. <laughs> like you, you're able to have a conversation. I feel like I wouldn't have a good social game. No, you wouldn't. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would think I'm crazy. Yeah. Um. So let's dip into the lady punch. Kidding. Sorry. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> a little watch what happens live humor. Yeah. Uh, let's dip into the news. Uh, and page six is giving us the latest. They are the paper of record. Yes. Lou slap. So Real Houses of New York, Lou and Della Seps' marriage to businessman Tom D'Agostino Jr. is struggling just after seven months, page six exclusively reveals. Uh, the pair got into a physical com- confrontation last week with Della Seps slapping D'Agostino in a fancy Manhattan restaurant, which... I was very disappointed that they didn't name the restaurant. I like when, like, you can set the scene. Right. Uh, but she was on Watch What Happens Live. Denied just, it happened. She, she denied it happened. But, like, she said, like, she touched his face. She admitted to the fact that she touched his face gracefully. She said it was, like, a love tap. Yeah. Like, here, come here. No. <laughs> good. Uh, but, and she admits that they were fighting. But they... they don't go to sleep angry, but if they do, they wake up and make up. Ugh. <laughs> um, I could see her, like, while she's doing that thing to his face, doing that face she was making at Bethany in the Berkshires. Oh, like the, like, squinting her eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
We had a question from Jessica, Jessica WNC, who on July 18th asked us, do we think Luann really slapped Tom? And even better, are they filming right now? Well, her response on Watch Watch Heavens Live makes it seem like she did. Yeah. For sure. Um, And unfortunately, they're not filming right now. Yeah, they don't they don't tend to pull that jersey shit where yeah. they just keep the cameras up. But this reminded me of like remember last October when Dorinda attacked someone with a shoe and we were praying it was gonna end up on the show? Yeah, after the anniversary of or on the anniversary of Richard's death. Yeah. <gasps> this doesn't add up. Because weren't they at in the Berkshires on the anniversary? Yeah, yeah, but you know how she, like, celebrates everything for, like, a month? Yeah. Like, her birthday celebrated for a month, mm. so. Um, but there's more news in the orbit of Luann. <laughs> so, Page Six is also reporting that her ex-boyfriend, Jacques Azule, who I don't think I ever knew his last name, is shopping a reality show with current squeeze and Missy Hargraves about their own rocky relationship. Spies tell us Azule and Hargraves, the animal activist model who was once married to Conan O'Brien producer Jeff Ross, were spotted canoodling last weekend at the Capri Hotel in Southampton. Uh, but Hampton source says of the pair, one second it's amour, the next it's all out war. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so apparently they're shopping reality show featuring her worldwide critter crusades and their stormy on-again, off-again relationship. That's so <laughs> weird, but okay. I've heard her name before. Is she, like, famous? I had never heard of her name before, and, and, there, and like, there's a picture of her in the article, and I didn't, didn't recognize her from anyone else. Maybe she's, like, one of those people who comes to talk shows with animals. Mm. I love... Those Isn't that my... usually Jack Hanna? He's, no, like, the king. Yeah, but there's, like, another guy who does it, but I love, I love that segment. Give me, like... The view at oh, the sloth. Because Joy will run out of the room pretty well, much any time. She embraces some of them because she's an animal lover. As we learned this week when she introduced her new dog, Bernie, <laughs> on, yesterday's, on yesterday's episode. Yeah. Um, this is clearly a story pitched by them because they also like promote some event they're co-hosting at the Hamptons <laughs> like we, in August. So. We should go. Yeah. Uh, and the article ends with the fact that Jacques and Luann dated for four years, which seems like longer than my brain remembers. This is actually a great time to bring up the deep diving I was doing this week when I think you thought was really freakish. Yeah. For some reason I was on like these like weird New York society websites and I like found, (laughs) like I found a few interesting things. First of all, Luann did this interview where she showed off her apartment in the city the one that we never saw. It was the one that she lived in with Jock. Mm. And it was, like, nice enough to be, like, featured. But, yeah. like, they did the whole storyline where she was looking for a pied-a-terre. But, like, she... Yeah. Alleged, like, I thought they made it on the show. Like, they she never found one. Well, I guess they, they... But that also fell into the time period where, like, they weren't filming as frequently as they are now. Wasn't that between, like, season four and season five? Yeah, but I feel like... She lived in that apartment for a long time. Yeah. So I think the la- the latter half of it, like, she and Jacques were on the rocks. Because Confessionals used a photo from that apartment. Mmm. That's some good detective work. Because it definitely <laughs> wasn't her... It definitely wasn't her Hampton's, Hampton's house, house back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's interesting. Oh, and then the other one, I found up all this stuff about Sonia's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> that, that she has a stepsister. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, 
So, we found out from People Magazine, we're getting an Erica Jane memoir. So, she exclusively informed them that uh, she's writing a tell-all memoir entitled Pretty Mess. The book is going to be released in January 2018 under her sage name, Erica Jane. Oh. Without Erica Jane, Erica Girardi would just be another rich bitch with a plane, said the 46-year-old per the book's press release. I hope my intimate story can inspire readers to become their own strong, confident, and vibrant pretty messes. Uh, so the book is going to cover her beginnings as a dancer and singer, trace her life leading up to the decision to join the other housewives in Beverly Hills, life's, uh, life on set, and her romance with her 32 years older husband, Tom Girardi. Uh, as much as I love Erica Jane... The subject matters that she mentions covering here are not of interest to me. Oh, I feel like out of well, you know, this kind of also do like doubles back to the Luann special. Like, I would like to see a Erica Jane like journey special. Yeah, but this is about her beginnings as a dancer and a singer. So I think we're gonna skip childhood. I think we're gonna skip her son and all that oh. stuff, which would have been interesting to oh, me. Oh, yeah. I could see her skipping that. But I do want to hear about life on set. I do want to hear about her meeting Tom. And, like... She was a waitress. I know, but, like, I just want to hear, like, at least her, perspe- her perspective of it all. Mm. I don't know. I Like, we can count on Alex to read it, so... Yeah, we'll, we'll have a report know. here. I won't read it. I'll <laughs> maybe read just the pages. Maybe I can ask him to photocopy just the pages about life on set. Okay. <laughs> um... So, what's going on in Atlanta, your hometown? So, Kim Zolciak finally made a peep. After we've seen that Atlanta's been filming for a while now. Yeah, and we've also kind of, like, unofficially known this news, but not an official source hadn't confirmed it. Right, and on Instagram, like an unwell Instagram, (laughs) she said, Finally, after many months of negotiations, I'm happy and excited to confirm that as of today, my deal is done. I'm coming to play with the ladies over at RHOA. However, since you have all made my own show, such <laughs> it looks like Oprah Winfrey Network, yeah. such a huge success, I've decided to continue to carry that instead of carrying a peach. See you soon, bitches. Uh, emoji kissy face. Can't wait. Two shows, same network. <laughs> hashtag blessed. Hashtag see you at least half the season. Oh. Hashtag more than a friend, less than a full time. Maybe that's why like, she's only filming the second half of the season. This is so funny. More than a friend. That's my favorite one. Less than full time. <laughs> it's like acknowledging like the various levels of... Is it like Lou, the one season where she didn't hold it? That's apple? what it sounds like. Or Portia, the season she didn't hold a peach. Oh, yeah. Um, good. Nini's back. Kim's back. This is going to be like an iconic season. Welcome back, ladies. And like, not that they ever have a bad season. Friend to the show, Irishman, Connor being real, is like taking his... Atlanta journey right now and agrees that there's not like a bad moment in this show. Did you just call him Irishman? Yeah. I know Irishman. Like, not an Irishman, but like Irishman. This Irishman that we've met twice. Multiple Three times. times. Uh, yeah, so excited for that new season. Can't wait. Okay, so the next news was teased to me. Okay, Jedi Diabia, if you follow her on Twitter, she loves to tweet. Um, she posted, like, at, like, 10.45 the other morning. Which is, like, the witching hour. Yeah, when they're, like, getting ready. (laughs) Um, she posted that she was going to have a big announcement coming up on The View. And we didn't know what to expect. 
a lot of people were thinking that she was leaving. Yeah, you thought she was saying she was going to be officially a co-host, but I think, like... Yeah, but they never put out a press release. It's never been official. Paula technically is still higher status than her. I don't know about that, but continue. Um, but the news, as we since learned out, was that Jenna Diabia, known journalist, has been given the first sit-down... The only sit the down. The only sit Because she's in jail now. With Abby Lee Miller. And they filmed it right before she went into prison. And it seems like they did like a more serious sit down. Paired with like a visit to Abby Lee dance studio. Because there mm-hmm. were like, there was like yeah. a sit down, sit down. Then there was like a more emotional and they were mm-hmm. dressed in like dance gear. Let me tell you. This is insane to me. Because first of all, I didn't realize that. ABC and Lifetime were in the Disney family. Yeah. But also, like, Jedediah Bia. Our generation's Barbara Walters. <laughs> Move over, Megan Kelly. She's done. She's canceled. But, like, if you think about, like, even even if they were going to pick a co-host of The View, Whoopi's obviously not doing yeah. it. But, like, Sarah and Sonny, wouldn't you think... Sarah would have been, like, the more logical choice, I guess. Because mm-hmm. she covered, like, the entertainment news on... The fourth hour of the day, if I'm correct. That wasn't her job, but yeah. Oh, Good Morning America. <laughs> Is it the fourth hour of Good Morning well, America? The fourth hour of today, she was like the social media correspondent. Um, no, but I thought, and then maybe Sunny, because like the legal thing. Oh, I see. But I feel like Sunny would think it's like below her. She seemed excited in that. Oh, like wishing promo. it was her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, this is like truly... Like, a perfect storm of interest for me. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the other thing that they did in the same promo where you saw shots of this interview, they also promoted the upcoming season of Dance Moms. Well, so it's premiering on a Tuesday, I believe, this special event, this upcoming Tuesday, and then the new season premieres the following week. Like, this is in the Dance Moms time slot. I will be tuning in. Are you going to watch? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we could get some unwell impressions from one Cody Kirkpatrick. Yeah, we tried to we tried to piece together something from what he sent us last week. When she reported to jail. But, sorry Cody, it was... I mean, he, <laughs> I have to forgive him because he was clearly in an unwell mental state. Because <laughs> it was the day of the jail uh, arrival. Uh-huh. So he sent us over 10 minutes of insanity. Um, but we hope to hear from him next week. And I'm sure you guys will enjoy that too. Yeah. So before we get to the shows this week, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with Potomac, OC, and New York. Chef Kiss. All right. Part two Potomac reunion. Last part. <laughs> Thank God. Um, can I tell you, I didn't watch this on Sunday. I watched it last night after watching New York, and it was like such like a downer downer compared to like the brilliance we were served in New York. Yeah. But there were still some moments I found it very interesting the finance talk came up and it was after we had heard the news of what happened to Karen's husband, but they filmed it before, before. the news. Yeah. And they really didn't come prepared with like talking points on the matter mm-hmm. cuz like the original point on the show was that they were downsizing but then they ended up in a house that was bigger and they're renting it and then Karen 
said her parents are gonna are, were sick and gonna move in, and then Ray like said that wasn't the case. <laughs> yeah, it's very Phaedra not being able to get her story straight, but Phaedra does a better job. Oh yeah, of Phaedra does a better job. Please. Um, the other Karen related note was Andy was like harping on her boobs. Yeah, it was like. Too much. Well, Andy's always had, like, this disrespect for women and their bodies. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, I'm not even kidding. I mean, like, Nicki Minaj called him on it, Mm -hmm. remember, when she was on Watch What Happens Live, but he constantly is doing that. Like, his thing, his obsession with the Kardashians' butts and, like, that sort of thing. So he does this stuff all the time, and sometimes, a lot of the times, it goes into the realm of disrespectful. Yeah. But we did, like, she eventually admitted to the fact that she had a breast reduction. Yeah, after, I don't like, care about the, that kind of shit. Yeah, but after, like, I, I'm just talking about, like, the fact that it was ten minutes of questioning mm-hmm. that, like, led us to that point. Yeah. But, like, she obviously didn't want to talk about it. Um, I personally refuse to discuss anymore about who's the host in Bermuda. Oh, I literally wrote... Who cares about the host of this fucking trip? It's so boring. I know. We have a New York trip where there's literally 20 different plot points in this one-hour episode. Yeah. And they were struggling to get one plot point in this. Yeah. Um, yeah, they try to keep us... Trying to keep us... They want us to care about Juan and Robin, and I just can't. Well, they don't care (laughs) about each other, so why should we? Why is he even here? Yeah, it's like he was... Like, someone's holding a gun to his head. Yeah, I also don't love when they have all the men. Really? Like, and they sit behind them. I don't... Eh. I didn't like how it was, like, structurally off. Like, the left couch had three men behind them, and the right couch had only one man there. Right. I like New York because they... Don't have any men. Has John been there? I feel like he's been, like, one season. I don't know. Maybe this is a fan fiction. It would have been last season if he was, because that's when the drama with Bethany Yeah, happened. but he wasn't. No, and it's probably Bethany, like, wouldn't allow it. Oh, yeah. Skinny hmm. girl, skinny cow. <laughs> um, I think the big moment of the show, which I've been saying all season is, like, what keeps my interest, is the whole Ashley, Ashley. and Michael aspect. Yeah. Um, first thing about Ashley... She's still in her twenties. Oh, I know. As a now, as, as a, a newly thirty-year-old, <laughs> that really like struck me. Yeah, you're now older than housewives. But you know what? I want them all from now on to be cast above my age range. Even when I'm oh yeah young, yeah even when I'm fifty. As a quick aside, <laughs> you know what's very strange? Uh, Alex and I finished his Six Feet Under journey last weekend, and we began his Sex and the City journey. And, like, the three younger women on the show are, like, about my age. Which is, like, very confusing to watch. Because I originally watched it when I was in college. Oh. Like, I viewed them as, like, older women trying to make it in the city. And now you're an older woman trying to make it in the exactly. city. Exactly. <laughs> um, the only other thing was the Blue Eyes thing. Karen, no, uh, Sharice bringing up Karen having a boyfriend who's, like, either her driver or security guard or something like that. Sharice was doing a lot. Her fucking thing about, like, trying to drag Ashley, oh, you and your husband go to gay clubs. (gasps) Oh, yeah. 
excuse me, honey, your homophobia is showing. <laughs> Please put it away. Please put it away. <laughs> yeah, she really is. It's the reason why in our intro for the past several weeks, we've made a point to say, is, is she? Sure is I, the think, worst I think we can agree. <laughs> and I think she is. Uh, I wonder, like, this is, I mean, this is the last part of the reunion for Potomac. What do you see in its future? Um, one thing I would like, I would like for them to get different cards for Andy. The light yellow was distracting. <laughs> okay, for the um, reunion next year. Yeah. <laughs> and if there is no yellow. Year. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, but the ratings are still up, so. Yeah, the ra- ratings are decent enough. They're probably going to keep it around. But, like, do you think they'll do a cast shakeup? Do a shakeup and give Ashley Center Ooh. champagne glass. Give her Center champagne glass. By Charisse. By Charisse, by Robin. By Karen. <laughs> no, you you could leave Karen. I, when people are going through like major financial crises on these shows, it's really depressing. Yeah, but I mean, it's a plot point. She's going to have something going on. Keep Giselle. Hopefully she could like find a good storyline because she wasn't able to land on one this year. Yeah. And like Monique has potential. I would like to see like a Monique Giselle Alliance next season. Versus whom? Like, some fresh meat. But Giselle, if you come back next season, do more of, like, randomly showing up at Oz. Yes. And <laughs> In <a> fury. <laughs> <laughs> if Oz even still exists for the next season. True, I want an emu burger. <laughs> Run, don't walk to Oz before they close. Uh, let's make our way to Oz. <laughs> <laughs> so let's make our way to OC. <sighs> yes. Finally, some goodness in my life. So, definitely a step up from the premiere, because the premiere, we didn't get all the ladies in the same room. We still don't have all the ladies in the same room, but we have a bunch together. I feel like it's going to be harder to get all the ladies in the same room this year, because it's yeah. so toxic with Vicky. Yeah, I mean, I think the only way we're going to get them in a room together is a vacation. And did they tease a vacation? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, we're going to, like... Uh, Mars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they have to be doing a warm weather. The Martian, weather. too. Do you, do you think that's going to be the only trip? Iceland? Yeah, why wouldn't it be? I they never like, do warm multiple, weather. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do do warm weather sometimes, but, like, they don't need warm weather to make it fun and exciting. Yeah. Like, I guess that's remember true. Remember Ireland? Yeah, true, 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 true. Like, get a brain in that head over there. <laughs> um, so we have... We meet. We finally meet the new housewife, which is maybe the most convoluted introduction of all time. I, yeah, she was introduced as somebody that Lydia was photographing her husband for their new men's magazine. Nobleman. Uh, Not nobleman. Nobleman, like Irishman. <laughs> and they had that Beverly Hills magazine mm-hmm. before... Which apparently they sold to their partner, and now they get one, a magazine that's all theirs. Of course it's about men. Um, (laughs) um, So they're featuring Peggy's husband. I want to say his name is Nico. uh, Because he, like, loves cars and sells cars. (laughs) I think so. It's like, like, fun fact about my husband, he loves cars. (laughs) So many people do. So... I feel like going into this season, I thought it was like, oh, this is Lydia's friend Peggy. Nope. She doesn't know her from like a random lady on the street. 
Can I tell you, my first impression was that Peggy's not a star. No, I'm saying. She's a mouse in the house, doesn't have anything to say. But my counterpoint is at least she's not like a yoga blonde mouse in the house. Like we're getting a different. Right. A different OC take. Yes. Which I feel like I read some tweets saying like OC has been missing this representation of OC. Yeah. Like Armenian, yeah. like big family, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, it's up in the air as to, like, what's going to happen. But I, I don't even know, like, she, obviously, like, she's not going to necessarily be Team Lydia. Like, I wonder where she's going to land in all this. Mm-hmm. Will she be just floating out there in outer space on Mars by herself? Well, like, there's scenes of, like, Kelly yelling at her we saw in the trailer mm, and Megan yeah. King Edmonds. Maybe everyone will just yell at her. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Jin Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of, like, which housewife does that remind me of? All the tins. Um, okay, so we, we know who Peggy is. We get feng shui expert back in Shannon's home to fix everything. Loved it. L- let me say something, though. Evolution Media is being so shady. Never in my life have I seen so many flashbacks in one episode, all centered on the person whose like, plot point is that she gained so much weight. Oh, like yeah, every yeah. five seconds was like season one Shannon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was like very mean. Yeah. Fuck you, Evolution. <laughs> well, we normally like Evolution. Just kidding. I like their Instagram. Uh, but yeah, so like, I guess we don't have like the nine oranges. In the, no. Oh, Vicky doesn't have the nine oranges in the bowl anymore. Right, because they kept on rotting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, neither did Shannon. Yeah. That well, was like a thing. Yeah, she got yelled at for that. And her relationship is in the toilet. Or her, a toilet is where her relationship should be. I didn't know if they meant a real toilet. No, her toilet... I think the toilet in the house is where the relationship section of the house is located. So she has to move her fucking toilet? That's the thing. Like, they were talk- we were talking about, like, the different gender appliances facing each other and, like, squaring off. And it's like, what is she going to rip... We're about the stove and move it. And isn't she renting this house? Yeah, but I actually, like, it's a little older, the house is, but I actually, oh, yeah. like, now that she's moved in with her, like, decor and all that, I like the house. Mm, I mean, she's definitely improved it, but it definitely has, like, the Karen Huger old well, yeah, it's kitchen. Just like, it's like, tear out that kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, okay, we got... Jim and Megan making their way back from St. Louis to OC. Were they just filming in St. Louis last episode? I guess so. <laughs> like, was in St. Louis. Give, wait, maybe they should move there and they all hold baseballs. Yeah, I mean, or like tiny arches. Oh, because it's the twin, the twin cities, and that's the thing there, well, right? It's they have the arch. Arch, yeah, yeah. I, it's not a twin city, is it? Oh, maybe St. Louis and. and Minneapolis? Minneapolis? St. Louis, Missouri. No. Oh my god, no. They're not... I don't know. <laughs> I listen, I don't know that geography. I think I know my coast. Oh my god, we sound like Dorinda with Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she saw that, that intro and had dreams of moving to New York City. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, it's... Okay. It's You were sort of close mm. Minneapolis and St. Paul oh so there was a saint in there <laughs> yeah that's what <laughs> I meant like, by I was thinking of the wrong saint 
we have Jim like yelling at Megan to not hold the baby like that multiple times. Jim is a good father. I said it last week and I'll say it again. <laughs> I mean, like he's been around this racetrack a few times. How many kids does he have? I want to see his like three kids. And they're all from like different relationships? I think two different wives. Not judging that. There was no judgment in my voice. No, 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 no. Just plotting out the family tree. Yeah. Um, and this is obviously Megan's first child, so she doesn't have the same experience that he does. But like, she wasn't like dropping the baby on the floor. Like, she was just the baby was just like free, free hanging a little bit. I think Jim is a great father. Oh, okay. And I'm you, glad that he you, showed concern. Do you wish to call him dad? <laughs> Does he have a Twitter? Should I just tweet? Dad. Dad. Um, yeah, I'm fine. You know, like, I, I feel like we go back and forth with, like, do we want Megan back? Do we not want Megan back? Like, I'm fine with her being back. I wasn't in love with her confessional look, though. It was very, like, she looked, like, a little frozen. I don't even really remember. I, it was, like, a lot of blues. Like, a blue lipstick. Oh, so she looked so like, like, let it go, let <laughs> yeah, it go. Yeah. I thought you were, like, saying something about, like... Her face, no. which I'm like, we don't do that here. <laughs> no, I was making a Disney reference. <laughs> we don't do that here. Okay. Um, like, they're still trotting around Tamara's son, Ryan, and Sarah, which is, like, sad. Sarah looks like she's been OC-ified. Like, Tamara gave her the like, like OC shakedown? Right. Like, she used <laughs> to, like, dress differently and that sort of thing. Wasn't she, like, a Northwestern hippie? Yeah, and she, like, that's how she dressed before, but now mm-hmm. she's, like... Went in Rome. She's got, like, that, like, hair bump thing. Not a bump <laughs> it, but, like, where they, like, tie that... It was... I think she's really auditioning. She's trying to get her orange? I'm not interested in her, though. Yeah, no thank you. Give Brianna an orange. Give Sydney an orange. <laughs> her daughter. <laughs> Who's, like, now this season's Tamara Plot Point. Now that she's moved on from bodybuilding and Jesus. Yeah. Give well, Jesus is still there, and then, like, Sydney is... Jesus is leading Sydney to her. <laughs> Give Adeline uh, orange immediately. Um, so we're planning little Ava's first birthday. At a beer garden. <laughs> which is like so. <laughs> Tamara and Ryan. Yeah. Um, first birthday and you can't like have a dry first birthday. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's not like the, like the kid knows what's going on anyway. It's really a party for adults' first birthdays. True, but still, it's like, I don't know. Glasses can break. Yeah. Uh, but in the planning of the party, we learn Tamara has cut ties with Brianna in, like, the most juvenile way. Mm-hmm. Unfollowing her in all forms of social media. <laughs> I think Tamara takes social media really seriously, and mm. she's always getting into a little tiff. There. Oh yeah, yeah, and like sliding into people's DMs. Yeah, if Tamara, you're listening, please slide into my DMs. <laughs> uh, I would love to hear from you. So, and like Brianna is just kind of like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, she has an issue with my mom. Blah blah blah. But like, doesn't Brianna have her own issues with her mom? True. I just want Brianna and Tamara to form the real alliance and take down Vicky. <laughs> We're gonna take down her own mom. Just like the. Uh, the DeBrows wanted to take down the, the doors. Yeah. Uh, we only saw a little bit of Vicky, like, for the renovation to Kodo Insurance. Yeah, which Not I... Not renovation, moving, I think. Yeah, moving. I like that 
plot point. I would I love to see new property. Yeah, it's a new. I mean, it's like a different spin on like the new house plot point. Mm-hmm. Like a new office plot point is something we haven't seen. Yeah, fresh. Um, I mean, we've sort of seen it with Lisa Vanderpump because her offices are her restaurants. Yeah, but that's a whole another show yeah. altogether. <laughs> uh, I. What if they did a Vanderpump Rules esque show with Kodo? Insurance with Linda holding center insurance form and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the intro, they're just like throwing tax receipts into oh my the air. God. Evolution Media, make it happen. Oh my Please, god, Please, Kodo. We should tweet at them. Um, oh, there was like a, a blink and you miss it plot of Shannon's eldest daughter going to prom. Oh, yeah. The one notable thing is, like, the makeup job was Looney Tooney. <laughs> like, is that, like, the teen style these days? I don't think so. I, I think teens are very into contouring. Yeah, like pheromone. Yeah. No, that's highlighting. That's highlight. But isn't, like, highlighting and contouring, like, sisters? Yeah, but, like, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there wasn't that much to that, except for the one prom date who had to be blurred out <laughs> I, I love had that so many questions about that this is like he his parents like didn't sign a release then don't fucking come to my picture party <laughs> yeah. you're not invited wait in the limo <laughs> <laughs> you freak um okay so we get to the party mm-hmm. the Ava party uh Lydia comes with Judy in tow mm-hmm. Judy was very close to becoming this week's one true queen because she was treating it as if it was her own birthday. She Love came with dip. props, an agenda. And then <laughs> Shirley MacLaine walks in. Just kidding. That's what I think the brilliant idea would be cast <laughs> Shirley MacLaine as Tamara's mom. And Kristen Chenoweth as Tamara. That picture you found of the two of them together, I was I wanted to kill myself. I know. I wish it was like a better picture, though. But right. it was the only picture I could find. Um... Because, like, Tamara doesn't really have, like, a pulled-back hair style like that one picture did of Kristen. Kind of. So, oh, and, like, Judy was, like, rubbing Tamara's boobs, like, putting glitter on it. And then Tamara Tamara had to, like, walk around with glitter on her boob all. (laughs) Also, like, she had her boobs out for her daughter or granddaughter's first birthday, so. I support her. Yeah. Uh, you do you, Tamara. Don't let Dan tell you you can't do you. Slide into Brennan's (laughs) DMs if you agree. Uh... So Brianna comes with, like, her rowdy children for five minutes and then, like, turns around without saying hi to anyone. Yeah. I didn't really get that. Yeah. It's like, that's when you know she's not ready for her orange. Right. Like, you come to this event, you gotta do something. <gasps> you know what shook me? Shannon's kids getting confessionals. They didn't have it last... I feel like they had it last season for Ladies of Rock. Did they? I think so. I don't think so because I was like so surprised once um, uh, the Hadid Daughters Part 2 got them in Beverly Hills. Rena's Daughters. Oh, no. I feel, but like Orange County has like a long storied past of like children getting confessionals. But older children, not like, these are young people. I think you're like forgetting the fact that Gina Keogh's youngest son was like, 15. I know, but that was a different time. In the modern Housewives oh, the modern era. era, we don't get 
little kids like that having the Judiches. Sure, but modern times. That was they haven't had them in years, have they? Judiche, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I was surprised by OC specifically. Stop trying to prove me wrong, <laughs> just to prove me wrong. Uh, so then we get to the fight between Lydia and Shannon. I like don't understand the fight. I'm always Team Shannon. Well, th- I couldn't be Team Shannon. I'm I'm Team Shannon, and if Lydia keeps on going down this road, I'm turning <laughs> on her. So Lydia said, "You're acting like Vicky to Shannon." And the minute that Shannon heard the name Vicky, she lost her mind. And was just getting angry at being compared to Vicky. I don't blame her. But, like, she wasn't saying, you are Vicky. Like, she was, she was saying, like, what you were doing in this moment, which I can't even remember, is you're acting like her. Well, they were gossiping about Vicky. Yeah. But, I mean, like, being on Lydia's team in this fight, you're being on Team Vicky, pretty much. Yeah, I know. So... Sorry, Shannon wins. Well, that's why I don't understand, like... I don't think Lydia thought of herself as being on Team Vicky. I think she more is concerned with being, like, the charade, like, bringing everyone together. Yeah, but she's no charade. I, I know. I understand that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was all for Vic. I mean, Lydia coming back, but, like, she's sort of proving she's not a star. Oh, I disagree. I feel like she caused the big dramatic moment this episode yeah but I didn't enjoy this dramatic moment as much as I enjoy mm. other things well next week's episode I think it's because I feel so invested in Shannon Bedore Mm-mm-mm-mm. like I feel a closeness with her like I do with Dorinda yeah I mean she's like definitely in the top with Dorinda yeah but next week episode that's uh, when Shannon throws a plate at Kelly <laughs> <laughs> oh because Kelly it was a surprise bitch dinner yeah, yeah. Kelly Kelly shows up. Yeah, like Kelly's tend to do. This is going to be so good. I the next week's episode looks really good. Yeah, I can't wait. Um shall we take a a flight down to Mexico? We could drive. Actually, we could. Couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Uh from Orange County, but we did not waste a second. We were already in Mexico when the episode starts. I love when they don't waste a second. I mean, what was it? I think it was like... Atlantic City when we came in mid-fight. Yeah. No, but I I was thinking the counterpoint, like Beverly Hills where they like film like the first 15 minutes of a reunion like in their homes. They have to go to the airport. (laughs) They like have to check in with Delta One. They've got to comment on each other's looks. It's just like too much. Just get me there. I want to be there. Yeah. It's TV. I don't need the full... And, I mean, not to spoil too much, but it seems as though, like, we have two more vacation episodes. You think? Because the preview did not include Dorinda's slurring thing with Bethany's, like, maestro fingers. True. Nor did it include a single shot of Dorinda wearing that outfit. Truly. So we at least have... One and a half, if not two, full vacation episodes. How many nights do you think they usually go for vacations like this? I feel like, especially with Bethany at the helm, it's like three nights max. Three, maybe four. 
Because Scary Island was like, including oh, the yacht, it was like a, a full week. week. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, Bethany's calling the shots, which I'm, I'm going to compliment her at some points during this conversation because when she does have the producer hat on, it can work sometimes. Right. So, in the car, the conversation quickly <laughs> turns to Simon Van Kempen. It was like Bethany saw a sign for Slurpees and she said, quote, I'd blow Simon Van Kempen for Slurpee right now. And Dorinda asking, what happened to them about Simon and Alex? (laughs) I screamed to the high heavens. God, I need like an Alex McCord response. I need next season a trip to Australia. Where Simon greets them with Slurpees. Slurpees. <laughs> I would die. Oh my god. Bethany, come on. Reduce the shit out of this. Go oh my plan god. the trip to Australia. She doesn't want to spend Do time. Do skinny girl emu beef patties. Like, join up with <laughs> Ashley Darby. Oh <laughs> They've got other food down there. I know. Uh... I've got so much more to talk about even in the car. Oh, yeah. I'm still in the car. I'm not out of the car. Um, Tins spent five (laughs) days with that man that Carol introduced her to. The fact that they saved this for this episode and didn't, like, let us know this last week during the first date was truly a surprise, bitch. It's... And Tinsley is that type of girl who will spend five days with a man like that in a row. And went on a trip. A five-day trip. Like, longer than this group trip. Tinsley, you're a star. (laughs) (laughs) And she earned her her apple. I think it took you a little little time to break out of your shell. I sort of blame them forcing you into that storyline with Sonia. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, girl, you're a star. Yeah, the the dating plot point is suiting her. Usually I hate those kind of... I don't care about people dating. Yeah. But this I care about. Because it's unwell dating. (laughs) Yeah. Sonia got a dick pic from a stranger. Which, <laughs> let's rewind this. I am sure it wasn't a stranger. I'm sure it was someone whose number she gave to a man, and like she didn't get his number back or something. You know what I think? It, it wasn't like a misdial. I think she was at a party with like gay friends, and they were all drunk. <laughs> and two of these men, two men were hitting it off. And so she just was like to her friend, oh, like your phone said, give him my number. <laughs> this is truly a fan fiction. Come on. And then she got a dick pic. Uh, more car antics. The fuck, Mary kill game. Oh my God. Who was the fuck, Mary kill between? Well, there was a bunch of different like rounds of it. Mm-hmm. But the general consensus was everyone wanted to kill Tinsley. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Sonia says, Tinsley's unfuckable and unmarriable. And then Ramona says, she's a non-event. And I scream. <laughs> like, this is an episode worth watching 25 times. Because I feel like you probably missed. I think I'm going to watch it again when I go home. Because I was missing. I rewound the whole, we'll get to this, the whole room thing. Again, and rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Um... Any more car stuff? We're not even out of the car yet. Well, we learned like in when we were going from the airport to the car that Bethany has the flu. Oh yeah, she's always fucking sick. Uh, which like didn't stop her. 
I mean, she, which good, because she derailed the trip last time. Yeah. But interestingly enough, when they get out of the car, she grabs a Marg. Well, like... Because tequila is medicine, apparently. Yeah. Um, um, Sonia getting out of the car and saying, I'm not drinking, though, while slurping down tequila. Yeah, well, she took a sip. Yeah, but she was literally saying that as the straw was in her mouth. Yeah. Um, is she still pretending? Uh, not according to next week's episode. Well, yeah. Probably. I mean, like, she's chugging in the next week's episode, so she's not pretending. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, what else? So now we're in the house, which is, like, the main event. Yes. First of all... One of the cooks is named Ramona. <laughs> Which is a dream come true. A dream come true. Um, Replace Ramona Singer with Ramona the cook, the cook. from Mexico. Uh, so, like, they're kind of getting the... Most of the women are getting the lay of the land. Mm-hmm. Ramona grabs Sonia, and they just start Looking scoping out. Which is, like, not a new plot point. However, this is truly to the nth degree. Yeah, and, like, you know... I said it last time when they were in Vermont, like, that I hate this plot point, but this time, iconic 15 minutes of this. I mean, I have to give it to Bethany, because I feel like a normal cast member slash housewife would, like, not really know what to do with this, just kind of like, oh, like, you guys are being ridiculous, da-da-da. She came up with the number game. Yes. Everyone picking numbers... In order of who gets to pick what room. Yeah, it's sort Which of Which like, was genius. Sort of like when you do White Elephant. Yes. Very and, similar. And the fact that Sonia and Ramona got the worst two numbers, like, someone must have been looking down on this filming. Right. And blessed it with that moment. Um, and then Ramona stirring the fucking pot after Tinsley gave Bethany her number because she didn't want the pressure of being number one. And Ramona... Stirred that fucking pot so hard with Sonia, getting her riled up. Why didn't Tinsley give the thing to you when you've been she's been staying with you for three months? Well, I think like Tin, so Tinsley's reasoning was Bethany's throwing this trip, mm-hmm. and I feel like Ramona is not here to play games. Like she knows that's a bullshit reason because this is like a production trip. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she's on. Potomac where we care who's hosting. Ramona cares about having a comfortable time. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and Sonia's, like, Sonia knows that the fans like it when it's, like, her and Ramona acting wild. So she'll, like, play into it. Totally. And then, okay, so Bethany picks first, and then Lou got number two, which I was so happy for. Mm -hmm. Like, Lou was, like, the low-key star, and then eventually the high-key star of this episode. Right. And she got to fly above the drama initially with the with that. But when she picks her room, she says, "This is my Frida room, Frida Kahlo." <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" Oh my uh, god, Lou! And then I was so happy when like Carol and Dorinda went on a share room together. Yeah, we love that sisterhood. Well, I think they shared a bathroom because there were two Jack and Jill rooms that I think were connected by a bathroom. But I think be- that's how it ended up. Mm-hmm. But before they saw what the rooms were, they were like, oh, we'll share a room together. Yeah, I don't like sharing rooms. I mean, like, who does? <laughs> it's 2017. <laughs> um, okay, so then, who's left? So it's Ramona... Dorinda. Dor- no, Ramona, well, Sonia, and Tinsley. 
in like what they're calling the castle in the sh- in the shade, and Ramona say she's in the shade, she's in the dark, she's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, they all meet back up in Dorinda's room. And Ramona's, like, laying on the bed. Yeah, because Ramona <laughs> decided to perch herself, and Dorinda starts yelling. <laughs> security? Security. <laughs> 911, I have an intruder in my room. Oh my God. Dorinda is so good. Yeah. Like, even when she's not, like, uh, a party to the drama, like, she takes it to another level. Yeah. She's always an icon. Uh... So eventually, like, they, they all start to settle at the rooms. Ramona does her usual, like, making the whole entire staff help her unpack. Yeah, but before we get to that, I do love that Bethany was not letting Dorinda stand down. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, she was, like, encouraging her to stand up for herself, which was nice. Remember when Bethany used to ignore Dorinda? When? Like, her first season. Oh, yeah. Bethany isn't here for a first season queen. No. They have to prove themselves yeah. first. Um... So, Ramona's being annoying unpacking, and then we have Carol and Dorinda unpacking together, mm-hmm. and Dorinda teaches Carol the balloon game. Oh my god, you were, like, going crazy about this I last night. I was going crazy about this <laughs> last night. Dorinda then not only, like, explains what the balloon game is, but, like, explains its origins to, like, the London countryside. Yeah, and, like, people go to the London countryside and act crazy, like... Like, they're teenagers again or something like that and play this game. And it was very much, like, specifically talking about an episode of Ladies of London. Yes, which, like, it really made my heart grow but also broke my heart because we're not going to be getting that back anymore. Everyone right now, tweet at Andy. It's just A-N-D-Y. And tell him that you want to see a Ladies of London... Balloon game part two. Finale movie (laughs) (laughs) wrap-up. <laughs> and, and like ship Dorinda over there for it the worked finale. For her. It worked for Sensei. It looked for worked for looking. Oh my god! Yes. Let's make it happen. Let's make this happen. A finale movie. Okay. Uh, so the women are all drunk, right? Like I feel like they must have been hitting the tequila harder than it appeared. I think maybe they like had drinks like on the plane or something too. Well, they they had drinks like the minute they walked into the house, right? And I would imagine they did not eat much. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if they ate anything. Well, no, they had like the the dishes out, like when they arrived. But I don't think they were really eating anything. Yeah, and like something that one of my rules of my thirties is like if I'm going to be drinking, like I have to eat something before I start drinking. Good rule. And I don't think they followed this rule. Well, Luann shows up to dinner. In a state that I've never seen this woman. With a kazoo. She has a kazoo. I've never seen Luann... Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I've ever seen her, like, visibly drunk. I've seen the aftermath. Well, I think she looked visibly drunk in the pirate costume in St. Bart's? Like, in a photo. In a photo. Exactly. Yeah. But we've never, like... We've only seen the before and after. Yeah. Um, so this was refreshing. It was beautiful. Everyone's nine... Bethany's sitting by herself while everyone's 90 minutes late to dinner. That's insane. It's insane that she was 90 minutes late. Everyone was 90 minutes late. I know, but, like, she... Her being the earliest 
and she was like, I'm 90 minutes late. Like, oh, wait, usually, she, no, wait, she said, I am not, I thought she said everyone else was 90 minutes late. She said she was the earliest and she oh. was 90 minutes late, which makes it more insane that like people oh. came after her. I think I was still recovering from the balloon game. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so she got there 90 minutes late and no one else is there. Right. But then they eventually all stumble in. Yeah. Except for Duran. Which is like a shame, but I'll give her this one. Yeah, I think she I think she had some drinks, took her nap. She's like a known napper. Didn't wake up from her nap. Notable napper. She's still not awake. She's dead now. Stop. Don't. <laughs> what would you do? Like, what are you going to do when she dies? Don't, well, don't even say that. Do you think they'll have a funeral open to the public? I would hope so. But, like, you know how, like, people, like get so emotional over every celebrity dying. Yours would like, be Dorinda. Dorinda. Well, not my mind would be Dorinda, but, like, that would be one that yeah, would, like, truly affect me. Yeah, and um, Harry Styles. <laughs> I'm so excited for him that you got this year. I can't wait to see Dunkirk. <laughs> and get that Oscar. Uh, okay. Uh, so, they... Do a toast, and I think Tinsley says, "Let's make a toast to this trip." Thank you, Bethany. Or someone says that, and Ramona goes, "It's a group trip." Obviously, like showing no regard for like the fact that Bethany is supposed to be the quote mm-hmm. planner of this trip. And yeah. then Bethany just goes, "Why are you such an asshole?" <laughs> I liked Bethany fighting with Ramona during this part. Yeah, I like Bethany in this whole episode was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um. So, oh, and then, like, you know, I was enjoying Tinsley for a while, but when she was, like, hooting and hollering over the Page Six article... Yeah. ...all night... I liked it because, like, it was pinpointed that Ramona acknowledged that she uses used that exact words to talk about Tinsley, yeah. but says, but I don't like the press. I hate <laughs> yeah. the press. I don't talk to the press. So it's obvious that it was Sonia. Um, well, she said... She also said something, I avoid the press... And it sounded like she said, like a Lee. I need to watch this with, like, closed captioning or something. Like a Lee? Yeah. I avoid the press like a... Like, she was saying, like, a met, like some sort of comparison, but, like, it didn't... Maybe she was drunk or something. Yeah. Um, speaking of drunk, Luann started her, like, becoming a star when she said... I have to recollect myself in a major way. <laughs> because I think we've all been at that moment, like, where it's like, it, the night can go one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> and it often goes the other. So she dances off, and then, like, Ramona follows after her. And they're sitting on the steps outside. And I could have sworn it was going to be another Lou cigarette moment, because, like, her body positioning was the same as when she was sitting out with... Mm-hmm. Uh, our sister Jules, Jules. you forgot no. Jules' name <laughs> no I would never oh my god everyone at Jules get out of here get out of here expose Dan uh, so she, first she falls into the bush which yeah is iconic we saw that clip last week no we saw the clip of her falling off the ledge no last week they released that clip oh okay okay the ledge we had seen, we knew she yeah. was going to fall eventually, but the bush was, like, truly surprising and wonderful because she was having the time of her but life she didn't want to leave the bush. She loves bush. Um, I just, I feel like falling into the bush for most 
would, would be have been like, a sobering experience. Right. And it wasn't for her. And she yet the ledge <laughs> came for her. <laughs> um, yeah. So she falls on the bu- off the bush, off the ledge. The other thing was, I mean, just back to, quickly back to the Tinsley thing. Like I see Ramona and Sonia being in the wrong for like whoever, whichever one of them talked to page six, like fine, whatever. But like, Tinsley was acting like she was being accused of murder. She was. I know she wasn't. And then that could murder your status on the other oh, yeah. side. Uh, but Ramona's like, you're gonna end up in the hospital or the psycho ward. And that's why you called this episode the psycho ward. Episode fifty-five. Like, come through. Not even that iconic of a line. All right, get out of here. <laughs> um, do you have anything else? No. Next episode looks great. Also, they go part on the two of three tequila tour. Uh, Dorinda's hanging from a rope swing. Love it. Falling into a pool. Our, our athletic queen. Yes. Uh, can't wait. We do have to talk briefly about, though, um, Carol and Tinsley, SpawnCon <gasps> queens. How could I forget? Like, this is Tinsley's second commercial this season. And this one didn't seem to be... Bravo? Bravo. And I saw somewhere online that I didn't click into, but is the company that the guy she went on a date with, is that the company? <laughs> that would make so much sense. Because, like... Well, let me first say, couponcabin.com is the website. And if you go to couponcabin slash Tinsley is where you can find outtakes from the shoot. Oh my god. Um, so, I don't really know. It makes sense if he's the man. What was his name? Because why would it, it be? It definitely is him. It's the man? At home with Scott Kluth, founder of CouponCabin.com. Oh. This is him, right? Yeah, that's him for sure. I... <laughs> are, we, are we exclusively breaking this on Come Through Queen? I think we might be. I want to jump out the window right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... It can't be a cheap ad spot, like Primetime yeah. Bravo. And this guy went on a date that lasted five days. Are they still late. together? Are they still together? Oh, <gasps> that's probably why, why Tinsley's been on vacation. It. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. My brain is exploding right now. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> Wait, there... Whoa. Tinsley Mortimer finds love with a bargain hunter, May 29th, 2017. Which is months after the first From date. society to coupon cabin, Tinsley Mortar- Mortimer has moved on to another wealthy man. <gasps> Sources tell us that one-time queen of socialites is dating coupon king Scott Cluth. <laughs> Mortimer skipped town for Florida after the collapse of her marriage. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. This is insane. I can't believe this. At the time of this article, they had been dating for several months, which makes sense given the timeline of the show. Oh my god. She's very happy, and he's very nice to her, which is a contrast to her ex. I'm happy for her. I wonder... I mean, I feel like this... This is like a recipe for getting a second season. This is insane. Um... His romance with the Tins isn't Clue's first brush with reality TV. In 2012, he hired Kate Gosselin to blog for his site, then fired her, saying, 
Her contributions do not align with the authenticity which we set out to build almost a decade ago. Oh my god. This is... I, my mind is blown. I know. Um, but what's interesting is he... I don't think he went to the, that premiere party that she went to, but maybe... He's like a busy businessman. But like, how do you know he wasn't there? Because she was like by herself a lot during the party. Oh. Yeah, he's a busy businessman. Yeah. But when was that premiere party? Was it in May? I know, I'm trying to figure this out. It was in April. So, yeah. So, no, but that was in between President's Day weekend and these reports. I know, what are you, what are you saying? President's Day is when this trip took place. Yeah, I know. But this article is they were dating Yeah, they're still months. together, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not with Alex right now, where is he? <laughs> He's swimming. <laughs> um, wow, we really, this is like the first time, this must be like when like Rachel Maddow is doing like, her show and then like something like something breaks <laughs> and she has to deal with it and we're finding out information like, as we speak. as we go oh my god we should make a special note in when we're talking about putting this up that yeah. like people really need to tune in for this moment for some breaking news rondo walked to two men in their 30s mental breakdown over yeah. <laughs> reality television relationships <laughs> uh I think that's it for New York. I'm glad I remember to talk about fucking coupon. Oh cabin. my god, God Otherwise, bless. This wouldn't, I wouldn't have like remembered in my brain. Okay, the freak of the week, which you brought this to my attention. <laughs> this was another thing where I didn't realize what I was seeing until it. Okay, you pieced it all together. Yeah, so I was watching. I was torturing. Well, let's name the the, the freak. No, no, I think I want to okay. give the reveal. Okay, sure. Um, I was torturing myself. By watching, like, a clip, like, one of those CNN panels. It's they like, love that. Here's a group of Trump supporters. Like, some of them still support him. Some of them have regrets. Yada, yada, yada. What do they got to say now? And then all of a sudden, like, I was, like, not really paying attention. Then all of a sudden, one of the panelists mentions that... He starts mentioning the community I'm a part of is very inclusive and yada, yada. And that, like, pings something. Oh, mm-hmm. gay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he says, I work as a female impersonator mm-hmm. in Miami and g- goes on to... Talk, Miami. Goes on to talk about, like, how he's lost a lot of, like, his hosting gigs because of his support for Donald Trump. I fucking have the realization that it is... Elaine Lancaster. None other than Real Housewives of Miami almost got a... Mojito. Mojito Elaine Lancaster. And then I went to her Twitter account. One of many Trumpettas, apparently. And let me tell you, that's a crazy Twitter account. Oh, God. And then I went to Instagram. And it's a crazy Instagram. And there's pictures of... Her hanging out with uh, the guy who came out as a conservative recently after... The gay guy. He was, yeah, after he was criticized for writing the piece on Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This was quite the discovery you you had this week. Yeah, and we don't like to talk about our political views. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) The past 64 episodes. Um, I wonder what it is. Uh, So, yeah, Alina Lancaster, you're the freak of the week. Tweet us and tell us what you think about that. Lane. Oh, Lane. All right. <laughs> We're blackballing you in this community. Uh, but this might be one of the most genuine and uplifting One True Queens we've had. Yeah. In Come Through Queen history. 
So on my Twitter feed, someone retweeted a story uh, that was posted to Reddit about uh, Michelle Visage of RuPaul's Drag Race fame. Right. So it's this young kid. He's what, like in his teens? I want to say he like was in high school and now like is post high school. Yeah. And he was telling this story about going to his family vacationing in Los Angeles and going to like sort of tricking them into going to the pop-up store that is like RuPaul themes. That's at Hollywood and Highland. That sells the chocolate bars. That sells the chocolate bars. And I think they've got like displays set up of like, Mm -hmm. like sort of museum displays. Yeah. And then he sort of like says that like he basically tricked his family and like they had no idea and like they just went along with it. And so this kid's looking around, I think, looking for, like, which queen queen will be there. He thinks maybe it'll be, like, Raven or Morgan McMichael, someone who's local. Mm-hmm. And he stumbles upon Michelle Visage. Yes. And they get to talking. Yeah. And they talk for, like, what, 30 minutes or so. Yeah, they have, like, heart-to-heart. And the dad comes over and sees them. And he gets, like, nervous. And, Mich- mm-hmm. and Michelle, like... Loops him into the conversation. Yeah. And, like, gives the dad advice, gives the, the kid advice. She says, hi there, you must be his dad, in the most welcoming voice. She told him what a great son he had, how ambitious I am, how she knows how we've struggled, and she's gone through the same stuff with her kids. My dad began to tear up. We had been through a lot, especially that year, and she connected with my family and gave us a really timeless piece of advice that, while cliche, saved us. Do you, anytime, anywhere... Let him do him, Dad. Anytime, anywhere. He'll thrive if you do. I'll never forget. So, like, he goes on to say how, like, he started getting into the show. Well, he's, he got his his parents into the show. They would watch together every week. And, and it marked a shift in his dad's attitude towards him. And yeah. his identity, which is cute. Very uplifting. I mean, like, sometimes we, like, are a little... I don't, I don't want to say mean about Michelle, but, like... We give her a hard time. We give her a hard time when she talks about, like, our community and, like, she uses the word our. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, like, she is more involved in our community than, like, someone like Elaine Lancaster. Exactly. (laughs) So, Michelle, you are our one true queen. Yes. So, I think that's it for this week. Mmm. Beautiful episode. Beautiful episode. Wonderful episode. Um, thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, you can follow Dan on Twitter at IDKIDK. You can follow me at NotBrendan. Um, will you leave us a review? That'd be nice. Will you tell a friend? That'd be nice. Will you take a stranger's <laughs> phone at the bar and click subscribe? It's not something we haven't done before. That would be nice. Uh, so you could also... Send emails a voice memo, come through queen at gmail.com or call us at 717-47-FREE. You can follow us on Instagram at come through queen podcast. We're going to start doing more live Instagrams. Yeah, maybe if- what we'll do is like before we record, bring up some of the topics and get questions if you tune in in time. Yeah. So tune in. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.